comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Tonight's episode: Why are we fighting? And that's why the Shazam movie will be the biggest flop of all time. I'm going to punch you in your face. I don't want it to be. You are 100% wrong. I don't want it to be. Uh, you know what? Oh, honestly, wrong. though, I thought Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be a, Actually, I remember a that, huge yeah. mistake. Yeah. But obviously it wasn't. So I, I, I have high hopes for, for Shazam. The costume looks a little wonky, but... We haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah. I'm really worried about Shazam, but in that caring way. Not not the 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 stereotypical fanboy this movie's gonna suck way. His but, name is Captain yeah, Marvel, yeah, not Shazam. That's not how that happened. Yeah, comics kind of clearly states that blah, 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 blah. No, I'm not that's not that's not where I'm going. I I think Zachary Levi, assuming that's how you pronounce his entire name, is tremendous. <laughs> And Chuck is one of my all-time favorite TV shows, except for the last season. Um, but uh, uh, I just don't know. He just he doesn't strike me as a Shazam kind of guy, as a Captain Marvel. Can we call him? I would prefer to call him Captain Marvel, not Shazam. I kind of heard the story behind that. So like, what, what happened on. was... Uh, hang on. Hang on. Well, what? in episode... 464. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks. Just a reminder... Mystery phrase number two is still up for grabs for you guys. So we didn't get it last episode. Nope. Uh, uh, hot Man. peanuts. So, okay. Oh, wait, uh, the, let, let, let me tell you why yeah. it's Shazam mm-hmm. and not Captain Marvel. Are you talking uh, about comic books? Yeah. Or are you talking about this movie? Uh, both, actually. So the, the movie's known as Shazam. As of the last few years, DC has just changed his name to Shazam and not Captain Marvel. He was known as Captain Marvel. But what happened was, uh, real brief, uh, DC sued Fawcett Comics because they said that's an analog of Superman, Captain Marvel is. Uh, they went to court. Finally, they lost. Fawcett lost, so they had to stop selling Marvel, uh, 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 Captain Marvel comics. Um, the, uh, eventually, DC bought Fawcett. They adopted, they, they brought Shazam into his universe, but they didn't use him. The copyright on the name Captain Marvel expired. Uh, Marvel picked it up, and so DC could not use it anymore. Uh, yeah. At least on the outside of their comics, so they had to call him Shazam. And inside the comics, they could call him Captain Marvel, but that's confusing enough. So finally, they just said, "Okay, he's Shazam." You know, for a while, Shazam comic, the the character that the comic book that had the character Shazam in it. Mm-hmm. Outsold Superman yeah. for a time, 
I mean, it was more popular than Superman for crying out loud. Yeah. What kind so of there's obviously what something. What kind of time are we talking here? In back, 30s, 40s, 50s. Back when. Um, okay. Yeah, early. Okay. Like, back when there was the issues and all that, like the the problems and all that stuff. But so there's obviously something special about this character. I remember watching the old TV show. You know, it was Shazam and ISIS. Oh, heck yes. <laughs> the Shazam and ISIS action yeah. hour. Yeah. As Billy Batson and Mentor travel the highways and byways yeah. of America. <laughs> yes. Jeff Johns. There's nothing weird about like a, a, an old granddad aged guy um, uh, crossing the country in an RV with a 12 year old who he's not related to. Jeff Nothing's Johns kind of reinvented Shazam in, mm-hmm. in the last few years, right. you know. So is he involved in this Shazam movie? Ooh, I, you know, I think Jeff Johns is part of the uh, advisory board for DC movies. I have heard that the script does follow his new origin in the new 52, huh. uh, which I'm familiar with. So I think uh, rumor has it that's going to follow that, that storyline pretty pretty closely. At the risk of spoilers, uh, please tell, because I've, I, um, I was one of the few people who was Pretty, it was pretty much okay with the new fifty two, but I don't remember what. Uh, Spoiler alert! How they retconned Cap's uh, origin? Uh, basically, uh, basically the same thing. Billy Batson is an orphan, um, uh, but in the original series, uh, he was living on the streets, just kind of getting by by the skin of his teeth. Okay. Uh, one night, uh, he's beckoned into a subway, and he rides a magical train that takes him to the wizard, right. Shazam, and he is worthy of it. Uh, in the new universe, that's all the same. Some tweaks have been made where Shazam, the wizard, is trying to find someone worthy to accept him. Uh, okay. But Billy wisely goes, Nobody is that pure. Nobody is that good. And because he says that, uh, he gets the power of Shazam. Okay. Well, because I'd, I'd always... Uh, That's a nice little twist. The, yeah. the Captain Marvel that, that I'm... The Shazam that I'm used to was in orphanages, and then he did end up getting adopted, which is where he... What, did he... Did they adopt both him and Freddie Freeman? No, Freddie Freeman's a friend. Okay. And he does have a sister. There is some backstory to the original Captain Mar- uh, um, Billy Batson to where uh, his parents died while in Egypt, and he was warded to his uncle, but his uncle stole all the money and kicked him out, and that's how he became an orphan on the streets. Captain Marvel was very first, Disney of them. first appeared in Wiz Comics number two, <laughs> in, uh, released in December of 1939, but it had a cover date of February 1940. Wiz Comics number two. Wiz Comics. What was Wiz Comics that's the funniest, number one? That's the funniest comic book name, by the way. Pee-pee. That should have been our freaking trivia episode last week. <laughs> what is the funniest comic book brand? <laughs> Wiz Comics number one with a bullet. <laughs> no pun intended. And then there's Kaka Comics. It was a 10-cent comic. <laughs> wow. uh, let's, of course, let's, the Merit comic book line. With art by C.C. Beck. C.C. Beck. There's something special about my my obviously my favorite version of Shazam, and I'm going to call him Shazam. Yeah, was from Kingdom Come. Yeah. Oh heck yes. Yeah, it's great. I still treasure the commission that June Bob Kim did for me. Kingdom Come Shazam fighting Kingdom Come Superman. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Wow. It's great. It's funny is that he updated that same commission. Years later, as his skills as an artist grew, uh-huh. 
And I told him one day I would buy it from him. It's also funny that we're talking about this because just last night I called him. Yeah? And left him a message. I said, remember that commission you did for me? Remember the update? It's time for me to buy the update from you if it's still available. Nice. It's so weird how this okay. all just wow. kind of happened together. But anyway, yeah, I love the... Um, I want to like yeah, Captain Marvel Shazam. I want to like him enough to read this new Jeff Johns stuff that has been written recently, but I just can't bring myself to read it. And I, it, I don't understand why. It doesn't rock your boat. It doesn't like a... I read the old Shazam showcase. Yeah. So painful. It is, uh, it is a kid's comic book. Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, it, it really is golly gee whiz. Is that why he looks like a kid's character in this new movie? To me, his, his outfit looks ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I understand yeah. it's not the movie finalized version, but it looks like he's wearing a damn suit. Uh, it, like it, a Halloween costume. Yeah. Um, that's one thing I'm kind of applauding them for, because rarely do you get to see... Uh, like a full fledged like Superman, uh, uh, like you know Christopher Reed did it. I think he he looked pretty good. You know that Superman looked pretty good. Yeah, but he wasn't wearing fake muscles. Yeah. Um. Let's wait and see. Let's now, wait and see. Was that suit padded? The it looks Shazam like it's padded. To me. It does it look like certainly padded. Looks padded. It does look very very padded. But uh, Zachary Levi, I've I've uh, I have seen tweets of him in the recent past, basically talking about how. He did not enjoy. I mean, it was comedically, but how he did not enjoy the process of bulking up for this movie. So I was wondering, you know, does he did he go full Hemsworth here and go from being just a dude? And of course, in Chuck, he was probably much younger. And you know, you fill out as you get older. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert, kids! Uh, it ain't gonna get easier. But he ended up uh, bulking up fairly considerably for this movie, and I have no idea if that's going to show. Under the costume, in the costume, out of that, the costume. To me, that it, I'm showing Frank and Bill a picture yeah, of Zachary yeah. Levi. That looks like a padded costume. It does yeah. absolutely look like a padded costume. There's no doubt. Yeah, it does look like a padded so, costume. So, uh, I mean, I mean, it looks like he weighs, you know, a hundred pounds more than he actually probably weighs. And he was always. If I saw a guy walking around with that type of body build, yeah, I'd I don't be like know, something's wrong with that. Guy. I don't know if he was a string bean uh, when he was in Chuck. I, I just remember thinking he was just a dude, which is probably the whole he's point. He's a string he was just bean. A guy. He, he's a. You think it's safe? A, How do you spell Zachary? Z a z a c h. Zachary Levi shirtless. Is it safe? Make sure to put before and after. Shirtless before. And after yeah. <laughs> Levi versus Hemsworth, which one gets more buff? Well, look at this, dude. Yeah, look at that. He, yeah, that's that's he's definitely buffed up. Yeah, but, he's so imagine, but imagine that being a, uh, a skin tight, yeah, which isn't a skin tight suit. His suit looks padded, yeah, yeah. But this is the age old issue going back 20 years now is that there's just no way to make a, a comic book uniform. You know, look, uh, look realistic. Yeah. You know, I mean, you just, there's no such thing. Excuse me while I delete my search history. <laughs> uh oh. But there's just no way to make, you know, skin tight spandex, you know, 
you know, mold around every six, you know, every pack of your six pack yeah. abs and, you know, every single delineation of your triceps and, you know, just, a, you know, there, there's, there's just, there's no way to do it in real life. So you have to go with uniform. Yeah. You have to go with, with costume, with jacket, with leather, with whatever. And, you know, it's just one of the, it's one of the, the problems of our age. Uh, I, to, I love the Christopher Nolan Batman, you know, uh, uh, outfit. I think it's, yeah, well, I, I think mean, it, it works. It's utilitarian and it, it looks good. It just well, it makes great. perfect sense that Batman, a, 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 an unpowered human would need armor. Basically. Yeah. Sure. He, he's a, he is literally a dark knight, you know, and, you know, he's got that sweet neoprene, you know, carbon fiber woven, blah, 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 that, you know, sheds bullets like a duck sheds water, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, he needs that kind of stuff. So it makes perfect sense for Batman to be all armored up. Um, but uh, with that said, you know, it, it, do, it does make you wonder, I guess, maybe how padded Captain Marvel's uh, little suit is. Um, I think it's... Uh, it's a cute little suit. I just honestly the the thing that worries me most, or the thing that I, I look at that to me says, uh, "Sorry." The the, th- the thing that that sends the biggest alarm clacks off in my head is, is oddly enough, and this is I know this is going to sound like such a fanboy thing, but his hair just looks weird to me. It looks like it looks like it's been painted black, you know, like Ronald Reagan, you know, late Ronald Reagan era, just painted black hair. <laughs> it just it doesn't look it doesn't look like his like real hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hell, maybe it is a wig. I don't know. Just got um, the, the text from you. Uh, that's because I, I saw it and I hit, hit tap the sentence. Just now? So I wouldn't be sitting there. So uh, just let our lis- listeners know, we're, we're recording this kind of in, in the morning or it was morning when we started. And I said, hey, picking up Mickey D's. And the guys never got that text. Uh, well, here it is like an hour and a half later and it just came through. And the Mickey D's is gone. It is sad. The Mickey D's is gone. I'm, I'm e- currently eating my shoe. So it's not a, I'm currently on snack. I'm currently on breakfast, my third breakfast. I filled this with peanut butter, so it's got a delicious inside. Hey, we were going to... We got a fight to get there. We were going to talk a little bit about uh, how Marvel and DC differ in their movie storytelling. Um, at least that, that was like what we were going to focus on for this episode. And, and we've kind of started already. Well, basically what you're saying is, why do Marvel, D, Mar, uh, Marvel movies rock and DC movies suck? Yes. Generally speaking, generally speaking, uh, I did. I did. Let, let me kind of read some of my note uh, notes for you, and uh, and then maybe that'll spur some conversation. Uh, you know, Marvel strength is that they give the characters a cause and a mission in each story, and you get to see those characters really build over time. Usually, uh, they start in a good place, but then they fall. And then they have to build themselves up. Uh, like, th- think about Thor in the first movie, Iron Man in the first movie. Captain America is somewhat of an exception, but, you know, he starts off weak. He's given strength, but he's not allowed to be a hero. He becomes a symbol, and then he becomes a hero afterwards. You know, so you, so you have this kind of arc that goes in through most of the Marvel movies. But with the um, with the DC movies, it always seems like they're they're more focused on a moment. Not the story, but like a cool moment uh, when Batman and Superman share the moment that their their mothers have the same name. You know, that's like what the what? You know, that's supposed to be a shocking revelation, but it, it falls flat. Big uh, time falls flat. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm I'm sorry, but I don't <laughs> buy that moment for a second. No, Batman's ready to tear Superman a new one 
And then he finds out that their moms are both named Martha, mm-hmm. and now they're best friends. He even, when he finds Clark's mom, he even says, I'm a friend of your son. No, you're not. You wanted to, <laughs> you, you wanted to. Yeah, you were, you were trying to kill him with a kryptonite spear like three minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. So. not five minutes we'll just, ago, you we'll were at his throat. Go. And now you're best buddies? Sorry, I don't buy it. Yeah, and, and how Wonder Woman is Now, that's introduced. classic superhero trope, though. Let's get together. We'll fight without understanding even why we're doing it. And then we'll realize that, oh, this has all been a big misunderstanding. And now we got to be fast friends. Let's be on the same team. Exactly. And and the way Wonder Woman is, is brought into that movie, I mean, it just really feels just kind of shoved in. I mean, she just kind of shows up. It's cool she's there. It's a cool moment, but it's just that, a moment. It's not it's not progressing a movie. I mean, we don't know anything about Wonder Woman other than than uh, she's been around a long time. I mean, think about that movie. What do we know if 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 you'd never heard of Wonder Woman before and you saw that movie, that would be kind of confusing, right? Yeah. I mean, the only the only in my opinion, the only thing DC's done worthwhile movie-wise is the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, we were just talking about that before we recorded. Yeah, I think I mean it's delightful, absolutely delightful. And, and you got to give that credit to Patty Jenkins, I, I think. Yeah, well, because they've they've let the directors basically shape the DC yeah. universe, which is weird because Zack Snyder has done pretty much every movie except for Wonder Woman, and now Shazam coming out will have a certainly different tone. Um, but it's weird that they said no, because the whole one of the whole points of the DC universe was we are going to let our directors shape the vision of their individual franchises. At some point, you know, uh, we'll bring them together. But it was like, which is it, DC? Because their first thought was, okay, we're going to make this Justice League movie. We're going to spend like we're going to we're going to spend like one or two movies kind of doing what Marvel did, kind of getting ready for the big Justice League. Everybody gets together and fights the big baddie movie. And then you're going to get your solo films. So they felt like, I don't know why, but they felt like, well, shoot, you know, Marvel's already done it, you know, in, in this way. We ha- can't do it the same way. Well, they saw the you success know, of the Avengers. Right. And they said, we've got a property like that. So do we think it was just an, an instantaneous, like, oh, it's just money grab. Forget all the forget all the groundwork that Marvel laid to yeah. get to that point. Yes. All the, all the, that the point, cinematic goodwill that they spread. How long ago did the first Avengers movie come out? Oh, I mean, man. ten years. We're like, talking ten no, years. The first, the first Avengers movie. Yeah, um, five years year? ago. Gosh, eight years ago. No, 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 no. Longer than that. Uh, um, it's been ten years. You know, obviously since I think it was uh, five years ago. The first, the first. But it spent. You know, it took maybe six years was, ago. Yeah, I, I was going to say like three, four years. But uh, so DC. We'll, my point we'll is, DC didn't want to wait five or six years yeah. to be and able that, to do that. Was, that. that was my whole question: is uh, is this a case of? Uh, of them literally being so, um, so so in a hurry to to get to the pot of gold that they didn't bother, you know, trying to follow the rainbow at first. They just said, you know, let's just screw, it. let's just go, let's just go find this, uh, you know, let's go find this pot of gold. We don't need to do all well, the legwork to get there. Well, so going back to Marvel's side, heaven forbid, if Iron um, Man had been a failure, Avengers was 2012. By the way, it was four years after the original Iron Man. So six years ago. Uh, there you go. So, heaven forbid, if Iron Man had been a failure, then they kind of have nothing. I mean, they don't really have to worry about anything. They're like, oh, well, we tried. You know, right. it just didn't yeah. work out. It was a uh, small investment. But uh, uh, I I think, as you guys were saying, once they saw that, like, Marvel's was like, hey, we got this. We got it figured out. We, we're going to move forward. DC's 
like you said, Bill, money grab. We got to do this. Uh, it doesn't doesn't care what you put on the screen. Just make sure it's shiny and there's lots of explosions. Go. And, uh, and is it cynical to consider it a knee jerk? Well, DC is obviously just going for the money grab. You know, let's forget about world building. We'll just we'll just start with the entree and work backward from there. Is that unfair? You mean, are you saying oh, that's I'm what sorry. they did? I'm in, I'm in the middle of some mini yeah. peanut butter <laughs> yeah. pretzels, so my apologies. Are you uh, saying that's what audience. they did? I'm asking the question if that's what they did. I believe that's what they oh, did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that it was not a bald-faced money grab. Yeah. They didn't want to wait four or five years to do all the solo movies before they could do their, their big moneymaker. And it it just feels like they, they didn't bother to kind of develop the stories mm-hmm. or like the arc. Oh, no. Um, well, I, I, I want to, before you go, Bill, I want to let you guys know, and this is worth looking if you can find it on YouTube. There's a web channel called, uh, I think it's Nando V Movies. Nando, A-N-N-A-N-D-O-V Movies. Okay. And what he's done is he, well, what he likes to do is he likes to look at movies and then rework where they were weak and try to retell the story. You know, this is post-mortem. He's already seen the movie, so he's like, maybe okay. this would have been better. He's doing a whole thing on Justice League right now, and it's a four-parter, and he's just finished part three. Yep. The videos are like 20, 30 minutes long, but they're so interesting because he has really great insight on script writing, and I think that's, uh, I think he has a background in that, and he just kind of understands how the stories are are formulated and told, and it's it's just so refreshing to hear him talk about what could have been. Oh, how interesting, yeah. Uh, yes, you can go to... Uh, you can look it up on YouTube or go to nandovmovies.com. Uh, he has uh, created an official site for the YouTube channel, Nando V Movies. Um, he has uh, uh, created a site to aggregate all of his stuff, yeah. video, podcasts, and other. Take a look around. Um, I, I bag on yeah, the DC stuff, but there are things in each and every movie. Okay, maybe not each and every movie. In a lot of the movies that I truly do enjoy and appreciate little bits and moments, but taken as a whole, as a story, as a complete unit, those movies have fallen short for me. Right. Are there, and we're talking about, obviously this goes without saying, but we're not talking about like Christopher Nolan's Batman movies. Correct. We're talking about the movie universe, the shared universe they're trying to create. Uh, Man of Steel starting there. Yeah. There were elements in that that I did enjoy, but on the whole, it fell way short for me. Batman v Superman, there were elements that I certainly did enjoy. Awesome, cool things. Justice League, same way. Some awesome, cool moments. But as a whole, they fell short for me. I can honestly say that there has not been one Marvel Cinematic Universe movie that I hated. I can honestly say that. Yeah, same there's, here. There's are, some there, that, are there any you would consider even a failure? Would you say that movie is thumbs down? I mean, still worth watching, but you know, on the scale of things, it's thumbs down. Because well, I, I, you know, a lot of people hard. would say, yeah, the dark, the dark world was terrible." That's a, I don't think the dark world. That's my least favorite of the Marvel movies. I think it's you. There's probably a consensus the dark on that. World. Yeah, but there were things about it I liked. You see, I don't mind that movie, but either. I didn't hate it. Part of there it is, are certainly better Marvel movies than yeah. there, than some of the others. Well, I bought the Blu-ray from Redbox for like four bucks, and so I'm pretty okay with uh, having a copy of Dark World in my house. It was worth four dollars. 
Um, not a great movie, by the way. I honestly yeah. can't think of any of the Marvel movies that I can say I hate. And, and but part I of can the, most certainly tell you that well, I hate The Man of Steel. Part of the reason I asked that question was because uh, I, I don't want this to, you know, I don't, we're not here to have just a uh, just a big dump fest on no, of DC. Not. That's, that's not I the point of this DC, question here. I want DC to blow me away with their movies the way I feel like I am with most Marvel movies. I love Batman. I love Wonder Woman. I love The Flash. Hell, I even love Aquaman. I love Superman. I want to be blown away by these DC movies. Okay. I just haven't been so far. And see, I'm one of those guys that I, I have a real hard time with two sets of people. The people who... The people who are either Star Wars or Star Trek, and you can't be both, and the people who are either Marvel or DC, and right. you can't be both. It's like, what the heck are you talking about? It's entertainment, you fools. Um, I, you know, the first the first comic I ever bought, long-time listeners will know this, uh, Legion of Superheroes, and they're probably, to this day, my, my favorite individual mm-hmm. title. But, man, Justice League is so close behind, and I've always loved the Avengers, you know, I've just uh, always been a Fantastic Four. I've always been a team guy. You're a team guy. With the exception of probably Doctor Strange, which yeah. has always been an obsession of mine as well. Right. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm a team guy, and and I just I have so much love for all these properties. And yeah, so it's it's frustrating to get the sense that that they are kind of just you know it almost feels like the the DC, the way the DC universe is handling their movie franchise almost feels like the way humans are treating other humans in the earth these days it's just it's so short-sighted you know it's like look we're in it we're you know you're not in it for the it doesn't feel like they're in it for the long haul it doesn't feel like they're making a real concerted effort to make these stories that are going to have you know long lasting effect and you know because the marvel movies i think will live forever even if phase four is the end of the marvel movie universe and, and all of a sudden here in five or six years well that was the last marvel movie uh premiered in 2024 and it's been 10 long years since then but you know we can still go back and revisit those because they're well done and they were done and, with and, heart and and they're they they're well done because of the architecture of the story and the characters yes, within it agree they it, it's not it's not a terribly original story arc it, it you know it, it's rise fall rise right. uh and dc just doesn't they just seem to want to just get so much explosions and stuff and not well, worry about that development. I think my biggest, my biggest of the beef, characters. And, and that's a really good point. I think my biggest single beef with DC movies to this point, not, you know, uh, just the DC EU movies, whatever you want to call them. Not, not, not the Nolan Batman's, the, the Burton, whatever, you know, the original Superman's, not any of that stuff is that, um, uh, the classic comic book trope, which happened in both DC and Marvel comics and probably everything else uh, since the beginning of time, the classic trope of two uh, two superheroes come together, they don't know each other, they see each other as a threat, they fight, and then by the end of the issue, they realize it's been a big misunderstanding, and now they're best friends. Right. Well, right. Now, now, well, that happened in Avengers. No, the, with, with the with the with Thor. Oh, okay, Man. okay, I mean, okay. You're right. That, you're that, right. There has that been that does happen. There has been one instance that I can. That, thank you for that because mm-hmm. you're right. I had forgotten about that. So um, I had I had originally thought until you corrected me that Marvel the Marvel universe has not done that with their characters. DC in like three movies has already done it twice. Yeah, and it just it it's that 
uh, as someone who's read comics for as literally as long as I could read, I mean, closing, you know, you know, not too far closer to 50 years now than 40 years, which is sad. Um, old fart. Yeah. <laughs> old fart. Where's the drop for that? Um, that yeah, that, that has always fart. been one of the most tired tropes because you get to that, you get to page four of that comic and you're going, Oh God, now they're going to fight for 10 pages. And you know, then they're going to realize and it's like, Oh God, you just wasted an issue. You know, you just wasted four bucks. My, my, well, you know, that, and you know, 12 minutes of my life or whatever that, that doesn't, doesn't, bother me if the development of, of the characters are are defined like right. at, uh, like I think Batman v Superman could have been great uh, if it just been more defined uh, Batman we kind of understand why he wants to kill Superman but it, it just feels like it comes out of nowhere and it's just like if there's a 1% chance that you know he can right. go rogue we have to do this. Why? Why, well, is the it, why does that, Batman feel that way? And, why doesn't he wor- work with Luthor, who obviously has the same agenda? It would have been kind of cool if Luthor and Batman had kind of gotten together to do this, but then they realize yeah, uh, to do the Luthor's opposite, kind of where they start out friends and then they realize, holy cow, this guy's a cad. Yeah, I mean, yes. there, there's so many different ways to do it, and they just kind of like it. Just st- characters were not developed for DC. Story wise, it feels like DC has taken the easy, the you know has taken the path of least resistance in almost every single opportunity. Agreed. They've they've relied on those tropes. Yes. Why did Wonder Woman work where the rest of them didn't? Was uh, it Patty Jenkins? I think it Is was it the director? Patty gonna... Jenkins was able to separate it from everything else. Part of it was because it was a period piece. Um, part of it is because Chris Pine and Gal Gadot brought a fresh face to it, I think. Um uh, they didn't let Zack Snyder anywhere near that movie, did they? So it it wasn't darkened by Snyder's weird little proclivities. Yeah, um, I think that's the main thing. It's not so much that Patty Jenkins was the only person who could have made Wonder Woman. Uh, I think it's more that that literally they they didn't let Zack Snyder into the sandbox. Hey, guess what who's in calling? The world? Guess who's calling? It's Amy the girl. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna pick it up. And Amy, Amy, hey, we're <laughs> Amy. We're yeah, hey, we're we're actually. Oh no way. It's a miniature human. Good. We're actually recording half hour wasted right now, and uh, oh no. Oh, I got a ring. I got a ring. What's going on, you guys? We were just inundated by uh, six neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> we went outside for a minute, and my neighbor, who has seven children, she's like, go, go, go. And she sent all our kids to our house, and they all came in for the first time ever, and they ran around, and they went to every room, and they raided our, like, they raided <laughs> what? Our and everything. It was crazy. So, so the neighbors sent their kids into your house? <laughs> yes. Like, we were outside. Brian was playing, and we have a neighbor there from Somalia. And the mom, they came outside, and we saw them outside, and she's like, go, go, go. And they all came over, and they all just came in. It was crazy, <laughs> wasn't it? Um, are you late? What What was that, Brian? Are you late for uh, this meeting? Get <laughs> uh, over. Are you- are you late for this meeting? Are, yeah. you, are you late to get to... I can't hear you very well. I told reason. him after we do half our ways that I was going to bring NASA over so he could see him. Nice. And so I guess uh, I guess Brian is excited to see NASA, Amy. Thank you. 
I cannot hear you at all. Okay. Uh, well, no, no. See, can you hear me? I can just a little. Well. But I don't know if it's you or if it's my phone. I don't know, but we we're recording. We saw you, and we wanted to say hi. But at least you can see us. Let let him know that Uncle Frank will be over very soon. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm sure our listeners would like like uh, will enjoy hearing Amy the girl's <laughs> voice at, at long last. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> anyway, thanks for calling. Right. We're got, we're almost done with this episode, and Frank will be on his way real soon. Okay. Have a good afternoon. I'm glad to see you guys back at it. We are too. Bye, Amy. Bye. Bye. Later, Amy. Bye. All right. My my favorite thing about that was towards the end when she realized that we were podcasting. Yeah. She goes, "Oh, you don't want to see the mirror," and she or the window, and she got up and changed the lighting in the room, yeah. even yeah. though it, this is radio. What, what I, well, <laughs> and what I dig about Amy is that she understood that no, you don't you don't use a, a, an open window as a, a backdrop to a shot because yeah. it completely screws up your lighting. Yeah. So before so she called, that's a hot tip for those of you who are uh, looking to get into uh, vlogs. Before she called, I was going to say, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, those are both Zack Snyder joints, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Justice How League. involved was he with Justice League? He was all, hugely All the way involved. up until the reshoots and the editing. Yep. And then he, so he it's, left it's and Joss his, Whedon came in. Yeah. So It's his story. Joss Whedon came in and did tweaks and added jokes, Is it unquote. safe to say that... The DC universe has a Zack Snyder problem. Uh, I it is uh, fair, and that yes. sucks. And, and it's it's sad I, to say. I, I have always been in in that camp. It's just uh, Zack Snyder is is he loves his imagery so much, but uh, in my opinion, he is not a strong story. So you color. know what's no, going to be? See, I've never sat through. Um, uh, what's the one? What's the one where they're the. The, the girls Three sucker punch land. sucker punch sucker punch I've never seen sucker punch sucker punch was pretty awful okay I absolutely adored three hundred yeah okay I and, loved and, it and Watchmen was a, a, a fascinating adaptation of that graphic novel he stayed true he did a he, great he stayed job true to the Watchmen. comic book which made it boring <laughs> um, I think I mean he did it was an amazing adaptation of that of that novel uh, I think. The the real test is going to be this Aquaman movie. Uh, yeah, it's a new director, yeah. James, James Wan. Wan. Yeah. Um, oh, don't forget uh, Suicide Squad, which oh I, right, I liked Suicide Squad. It, it was just, it was okay. Uh, it was a rushed movie, though. My understanding yeah. is the director only had like a couple months to work on. Well, that it was an enjoyable yeah. movie. But I didn't it was hate such it at a all. Mess. Yeah. My my issue with that was they said um, not long after that movie was released that they had recorded. They had recorded literally six different versions of the conclusion of that movie, and they decided in post how they wanted that movie to end. Mm, okay. So they they went through the entire freaking production of a major motion picture with no idea. I mean, they had some idea. They had six ideas of how they wanted it to end. It's like, how can you do that? I don't, you know, there's there's always room for improvisation. And man, I thought that was going to work, it just didn't. So let's try something different. There's always room for that kind of that kind of change. But the idea that you go into a and you know what, maybe this is this is how naive I am, and that maybe me thinking that this never happens, it may just be nuts. So you know, this may make me banana pants. But the idea that you go into a movie like that and you don't know what the ending is going to be sounds to me 
That's insane. I don't understand that. And and I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed Suicide Squad for the most part. Uh, I thought the 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 closing third, you know, the the closing act of it was ridiculous. But I enjoyed the movie uh, on the balance. I give it a thumbs up. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh, um, it, it felt a little by the numbers. I thought there sure. were maybe too many characters in it. Uh, yeah. You could have gotten rid of a couple of those guys and yeah. not bother putting them in. Well, they yeah. got rid of one of them real fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the test, and for me personally, my future with the DCEU will be how uh, Aquaman and Shazam play out uh, as, yeah. as to whether or not how how I like it. And, and I guess how the general public accepts it. I, so, I mean, I, when you think I, about Aquaman, okay, Peter David made Aquaman cool when he wrote Peter when he wrote Aquaman for so long. But if you think about it, uh, Aquaman's a pretty ridiculous character. But there's so much depth and story behind him, like with the the history of Atlantis and things like that. So there is potential there, right? I mean, and and a kid being trapped in a man's body, and the struggle. Um, Big was a great movie because it was a kid trapped in a man's body and the struggle that he had to go through. So if they can capture that magic with Shazam and do some some really cool things with Aquaman, the DCEU may have a chance to survive a little longer. Yeah. So my question too is, um, will have they have they ruined us for Justice League Two? Will that ever happen? Mm. Because obviously, I think it'll be it'll be several years. Um, so, do we think they're going to have to get through all the solo movies? And and what? So basically, what they're going to do in the end is they're going to end up doing what Marvel did. They're going to freaking earn it by give it by by fleshing out the characters in their own solo movies and give us a reason to actually give a, a rat's patootie about them. Yeah, and then they're going to bring them together. Yeah. Huh. Weird, I think if because DC it seems smart, like the Marvel, do it that way. It seems yeah. like the Marvel Universe did that way. DC said, no, nah, man, you know what? You guys are cute, and uh, well, again, they we know how to do this better. Again, they didn't want to wait. They didn't want to wait. Four or five years. And you know, when you were a kid, them. and yeah. you wanted to do something, and oh, your parents yeah. said, listen, yeah. do this instead, and you yeah. went like, ah, forget that. I'm going right, right for this. Then you did that, and, and then you realized, oh, my parents were right. You know what? DC's uh, going to come to that same conclusion yeah, and, and i could i could see marketeers and stuff going you know what this explosion of superhero movies it's gonna disappear we need to get in now and make <laughs> our money because yeah you know just speculating things go in and out of fashion you know westerns were hot dramas were right. hot you know chick flicks are hot the superhero thing is just a trend and I, I think it is. I think at some point it's just gonna it's gonna level out to one movie a year. Maybe everything everything yeah. goes in cycles, right? So uh, they were like, if we're gonna make our money, we gotta just pump it out. Doesn't have to be good. Just has to be fast. Yes. Wow. Check the time. Don't want to do too long. <laughs> <laughs> what is our time? Yeah, we we went over. We need to wrap. Oh yeah, my gosh. Wrap. Sorry, everybody. Uh, we could do. We could talk forever about this. But so so DC movies stink. Marvel movies smell good. Well, that's my opinion. <laughs> that's my opinion. But you know, there are people out there who hate the Marvel movies and love the DC movies. I can think of a couple. Yeah. That boggles my mind. Really? But that's that's you what's, honestly know people who who think yeah, that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I, that. But that's what's great about being alive. What's what's great about about America? 
not, not is that you can disagree and not have not to not just not America have, to have a like a Burr Hamilton duel over it. Not just America, but just about being alive, just about being human beings and relating. Yeah, okay, okay, but the movies are shot in American. True, right? In American. Thank you. Which is what we all speak. Yeah. Okay. Oh, by the way, uh, best snack food ever: uh, Smart Food Caramel and Cheddar Mix. Uh, I meant to spend 20-some-odd minutes talking about this episode. I'm sorry I didn't get to it. Go out and find some caramel and cheddar mix smart food, and I'm not getting paid a cent for this. So, uh, smart food, call me up. Let's fix this. You've been listening to Half Hour Wasted, proud member of the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at halfhourwasted. Leave us or any of the HHW LOD shows a voicemail at 972 972- 798-3830. Until next week, I'm Frank. I'm Bill. I'm Brad. We'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted. So it was a switch up. I actually gave my name there. Thank you, Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs>